0: is this your first like uh interview for a year? you're the interviewee this year or no, have you ever been interviewed um,
1: i actually had more of these before i started podcasting you know because i what i didn't originally intend on starting a podcast but then it happened <laughs>
0: got
2: radio show,
1: man, they everywhere. Prince, I got the best my I got ever eaten. So, uh, I have
2: that as a testimonial mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, everybody, you're tuning to the Bank That Radio Show. Okay, that's my chair squeaking, so disregard that noise. Um, but I have guests joining us uh, via Zoom today. We have Miss Then. Uh, uh, uh see, a Yes, uh, a Yes. Okay. See, I don't. For some reason, I don't know. I like when I hear the pronunciation, but I see the spelling is a little different. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a woman of many talents. Um, I printed off your uh your bio. what did I do with it? Oh, here it is. So uh what group was that in that I saw? I'm sure you're a part of a lot of Facebook podcast groups, aren't you?
1: I think I'm a part of four.
0: Okay. I can't remember which one I saw you in, but I was like, I was going through your bio and I was like, that's why I hit you up. Like, you know what? I think this would be a, a very interesting guest. Um, but let's see here. So just a couple of things for the audience. Um, one teacher of the year, two times, that's, that's extremely dope. And I wonder what, what are the parameters? Like how do teachers get teacher of the year?
1: (laughs) Um, they, it's a nomination thing. So your peers nominate you. So I have, I was actually nominated six times. I won twice. Um, so so basically, your peers nominate you, well, mm-hmm. in, in our district, your peers mm-hmm. nominate you, then you have to go through a all the requirements, you know, mm-hmm. attendance, you know, uh, there's a whole bunch, a whole list of mm-hmm. like seven, eight requirements you have to meet. And yeah. then if you pass that, there's a board that you go in front of mm-hmm. where they narrow it down to three. And then mm-hmm. everyone, um, all the teachers in the school and the faculty in the mm-hmm. school get to vote on those three people. And they put a little bio up, they put a little poster Mm-hmm. You know, put a little bio up underneath your picture, and then the people get to vote electronically. Okay, and, good. Mm-hmm. and that's how our system is for a teacher of the year.
0: Okay, so one is dope. Um, but then also, you're a best selling Amazon author, which I think you're the first one on my platform to be a best selling Amazon author. Um, you're a spoken word artist. You also have your own podcast. And I'm sure you have a few more things that I was sitting there writing down. I don't know. Like, if you were to see my desk, it's, like, cluttered. Um, (laughs) Because I do so many different things, you know. And I know, you know, this is a a person in podcasting. And uh, I saw that, at least on Spotify, you're in the hundreds of your episodes. So, like, what, 150 or something like that?
1: I think I did 109. I think 109. Oh, 109. And 110 oh is see, my last I, I gave you some. <laughs> you gave me some. Yeah.
0: But still though, but even just like hitting um, uh, I okay. So do you know like podcast stats? Are you? Familiar I know with that
1: very few of us reach the hundreds. I'm not sure what the yes. stat is. Yeah. Okay. So
0: the last time I saw the stats, um, this was a few months back. So there's over four million podcasts, like 2.4 million are on uh Apple. Um, of those only 400,000 have put out an episode within the last 90 days. And then of that, only 200,000 have put out an episode within the last 10 days. So there's no, excuse me, 200 plus thousand, uh, active podcasts. And that encompasses all genres, uh, niches, topics, whatever the case may be. So to, yeah, to hit that hundred episode mark, congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Because you know, I know how much work you put into your podcast. Um, I can tell just by listening to it and you hitting that hundred uh episode mark. Um so yeah, a lot of people jump into it thinking that you know it's this fun thing to do and don't realize that I'm like, you gotta treat it like a business. Um and you'll get the business results. Treating it like a hobby will get you hobby results. And a lot of people quit. So I guess uh you're so. Take us and give us your background as far as, like, you uh, You were saying earlier that, you know, you were a guest on other people's platform, podcasts, things of that nature. So, why were you being booked as a guest, and then how did you transition to a podcast, and we'll get into other stuff as well.
1: Well, um, I, I guess I started being interviewed because um, I'm a spoken word artist, and people mm-hmm. had seen me perform, they liked my poetry, they wanted to kind of know my journey to becoming a spoken word artist. Mm -hmm. And so that was how some some of the first interviews that I had, which were on podcasts. Mm -hmm. And then later, um, I became as a a poet, spoken word artist, I was an activist also. So I became the head of um, the Houston organizer for 100,000 Poets for Change, which Mm -hmm. is like an artivism group. So basically, I, I put out a lot of Okay. Here's a food drive over here. Here's a blood drive over here. Here's a walk for domestic violence. Here's this, that, and the other. Here's this. You know, artist doing this. So I, I I'm a kind of a. I send out a lot of information, social media wise, mm-hmm. to try mm-hmm. to promote um, activism, artivism, um, mm-hmm. things that are going on in the community that people need to know about. And so I started getting interviewed because of that, especially mm-hmm. when um, certain things would happen. There would be tragedies. And mm-hmm. be like, we need to reach out to the Houston organizer for, you know. So mm-hmm. I, start, I got actually interviewed in Russia because of that. Mm-hmm. And and it was, it was very interesting. So people how just was, would, how was the
0: language barrier on that?
1: There was actually no language barrier. It was a uh, it was a cable show called. Um, my mind just went blank.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: it was like real time or real talk or something like that mm-hmm. but the, the the show was rt you know so you okay. look it up like rt is is like the network it's a cable mm-hmm. network and and so they actually spoke great english and, mm-hmm. and had me on their their yeah. news program you know in in russia which was i was like whoa okay yeah i've never even been to russia but my face is on the screen
0: yeah exactly <laughs> and, it, and it just shows you that yeah. your work is impactful and that it reaches and i think some people like um forget that you know the internet has basically opened up the floodgates or opportunity for a lot of different stuff to go on and the fact that you was putting out content that's uh has value to it because you know a lot of people start stuff and it's more about entertainment value and trend what's trending and sometimes you know the negative concepts and stuff but i love hearing about positive stuff and then activism and art art Artivism, art, 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 artivism, artivism, yes, artivism, because um, uh, you know I'm, I'm a huge uh, advocate for arts and uh, activism as well and community. Um, so well, I, me, I definitely. Um, oh, go ahead,
1: go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't
0: mean to interrupt. Oh, uh, well, I, I do uh, a lot of that as well um, here where I am in uh, Macon, Georgia, which is like central Georgia. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Georgia, but we're uh, like an hour and a half south of Atlanta. Um, it's actually an interesting fact, um, you were saying in Houston, we have a county that has the same spelling, Houston, but it's not pronounced that way, it's pronounced Houston. <laughs> so that's like a, that's a, a funny uh, thing, because when I first got down here, it started uh, scoping out the area and stuff, and people kept saying, no, you don't say that like uh, Houston said, it's, it's pronounced Houston. It's the same spelling. <laughs> But um, I know that. Okay, so how long have you had your platform as far as like the podcast? Well,
1: I didn't finish answering your question, Uh which actually what happened with me going to podcasting, Uh I had been doing live comedy, music and poetry shows for Mm -hmm. two years when quarantine happened. And we had built up an audience. We had built up a following. And then, of course, all live shows stopped. Mm -hmm. and everyone had been telling me, you have such a great voice, you should do podcasts. I had no idea what a podcast was. Uh I had never listened to one. Uh But then when quarantine happened, Mm -hmm. um, I said, okay, I got to do something to keep my audience. I've worked Mm -hmm. for two years to get an audience. I don't want to lose them. They don't know me as the head of 100,000 Poets for Change. They just know me as a spoken word artist and a performer. So Mm -hmm. what am I going to do? And then I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I should do a podcast. What am I going to talk about? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And that's the idea came that I wanted to talk about what we still had, that Mm -hmm. quarantine didn't take away from us. Racism didn't take away from us. Unemployment couldn't take away from us. Trump couldn't take away from us because he was president. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What we still had and what we could still develop that was intrinsic and was within our control. So I developed a Mm -hmm. self-development podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I've had the platform for two years since quarantine going into my third year because i mm-hmm. started around um september of
0: 2020 okay so have you uh witnessed or gone through this experience where like you're putting out all this information right um and people are interviewing the stuff i did then you present uh, your platform so now do people like look at you a little differently because you know your face is out there or your voice is out there a lot Um, you have a following which I saw like you know I think some of your uh, numbers and I think one month you said you did like 35,000 or something like that
1: yeah when it when it comes to um, downloads my downloads are always less than like my views on Mm -hmm. other social media like if I put clips and stuff out
0: the Mm -hmm.
1: clips for some reason people watch clips all the time they don't listen to the Mm -hmm hour-long podcast or 35-minute podcast
0: people's attention span is like you know
1: right so (laughs) yeah so there was a month that i had thirty-five thousand, um basically listens to Mm -hmm. the clips and stuff that i had put out and i was like okay that's a really good month you know Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so yes um mm -hmm. do people react to me differently um i have quarantine for me it pushed me out of my comfort zone. So the podcast Mm -hmm. was the first of that. And then the podcast led to people saying, teach me how to journal. You talk about journaling all the time that led to my Mm -hmm. first book. Then a Mm -hmm. second book, where's your poetry book? Where's your poetry book? Then I led to Mm a poetry book. So um, every time I, in a sense, reinvent myself, people look at me a little differently, but that has never bothered me because I, I like evolving Mm-hmm. i like growing i like feeling like people well i don't know what to expect from her next she you know she's doing this she's doing that what is she is she this is she that is she i'm everything yeah you no
0: know? oh, you know that's, I'm, what, I'm that's what i tell people um i've been podcasting since 2016 and like last year i did 100 interviews that was my goal that's what i wanted to do and then i uh, reached that goal that was a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> i would say like 80 percent of them were in person um and then uh, well no, probably about 70%. I also did it where, you know, like right now via zone with a few folks uh, all over the country. Um had my first international interview uh last year with the lady in Jamaica, um, a doctor down there, and that was that was pretty cool. Um a lot of different people doing a lot of different things, and you know, you get to learn a, a lot about everything that's going on. And the fact that, you know, you become like this pillar in the community where people can turn to you as a source of information as long as you build up that trust. Um, And they start like calling and stuff like that. Hey, do you know this person or do you know this person? (laughs) Which is amazing uh, in itself. Um, So, like, you use your platform to, like, you know, help branch out other things so uh, I'm sure you use it to help push your poetry and then your books and stuff like that um are you setting goals now because you said you're in your third year so are you actually setting goals of what you want to hit or
1: I have you know that that's a very interesting question because at the moment
0: mm-hmm.
1: um I have no goals for the podcast at the moment Okay. um and what the reason why is because tomorrow is actually my last day as a high school teacher. I'm actually retiring. Well,
0: congratulations.
1: <laughs> Thank you. So my focus right now is on my my next reinvention. Mm-hmm. So I'm still, of course, going to keep going with the podcast and everything, but um I'm just kind of trying to see where things are gonna settle. Am I going Mm -hmm. to go full-time as an entrepreneur? Cause I'm considering that. Am Mm -hmm. I going to go into, you know, another field? So it's Mm -hmm. like, I have all of these possibilities. And I've already been hired as a as a workshop consultant for Right Space Mm -hmm. Houston, but that's like I'm doing maybe a workshop for them every two months, you know. So that's not like a uh, uh, a full-time
0: thing. It's not
1: a full-time thing. So, but um yeah, so right now with the podcast, it's like I I need to go back and repurpose a lot of my material because Mm -hmm. um my YouTube, I told you I'm like at episode 109. I think my YouTube is like at episode 40. I have a
0: lot of material,
1: (laughs) right? I I got, I got to put out like so many episodes. I have the episode. (laughs) It just hasn't been uploaded with the show notes and all that stuff. So -hmm. there's a lot of catching up to do. Um, my clips are probably at episode 40. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, so there's my, my guess, I guess you could say my goal is to maybe catch up the podcast, continue to do, Mm -hmm. continue to do interviews, but Mm -hmm. try to consistently catch up the YouTube and the clips yeah. with where the podcast is now, mm-hmm. uh, which will actually get me more downloads and followers because a lot of people haven't heard, like I said, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't go to Spotify or, or Pandora or wherever you have it unless they see the clip. Oh, I want to see the rest of that episode so mm-hmm. they'll go. So it'll it'll end up, you know, recycling yeah. people back through and getting me more it does. Yeah, It does. So,
0: uh, yeah, I have... Let's see, over the course of almost seven years now, I would say close to maybe 800 or thousands of money at all. And when I first started, I was like audio only, right? Mm. And I was using, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, blogtalk.com. It was a server where you can call in and based off the plan that you have, people can call in, interact with you, and you can play music and all that stuff, whatever, and they were you were record onto the server. So I used it for a few years and got that built up to where I had not only my audience here in Georgia and then in the United States, but then also international because they had French artists and music and, uh Japan, all sorts of plus, Africa. And it's amazing, like, again, with, you know, the internet, it goes everywhere. Once you put it on the internet, it can go anywhere. It has a possibility to go anywhere. Um, and then the start, server started acting up or whatever. And stopped recording my actual episodes. So I was wow. losing them. Yeah. But when I finally dis- discontinued that, I embraced 400 and some episodes off of that alone. Uh-huh. I didn't want to download them all. So I was like, ugh. Let me just, because I had switched to video. And I love video. I love video because I could strip, always strip the audio. So, like, I did an interview the other day with an artist. I stripped the audio from the video and just put it on. Uh, I distribute through Anchor. Um, and, of course, you know, they send it to, like, Apple and Spotify or whatever. And, Anything I want to add to it, I got like editing software uh, for audio side as well. Um, So I just put that in there and then I just upload the file or whatever and send it out. And, you know, it's amazing to know that uh, one, my audience like stayed with me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have like two audiences. I have a visual audience that like Facebook and YouTube and Instagram clips and all that. But then I have a uh, audio audience that... um, it, it goes everywhere. It's in like 18, 20 countries now. And I don't even have to really promote the episode anymore. I just upload them. But I had so many of them, and I didn't want to like do all the work. So I just started when I got my camera and stuff, started stripping the audio. And I have, like, like you said, playing like catch up. And I don't think people realize the magnitude of work it is. Um, out of those 100 episodes that I did last year, I'm looking at my board right now. I wrote them all on my board. Um, I probably have to upload at least 80 of them. And, you know, as I upload them, my number's like, because I went nine months without uploading the episode audio. Mm. I still had the visual.
2: Mm-hmm. I just didn't
0: have the audio. And people like to consume stuff, you know, differently. Um, So I got to go through and put all that content on there. Um, And then, of course, like now I've got my platform to the point to where I've signed two other hosts So they do interviews and uh, formats. And then I got like, uh, was it four shows that I'm working on right now simultaneously to put out this year? So production has really uh, become the focal point in my arena. Um, Is that something uh, that you think you might work on? Because I'm like, now you have audio editing skills, right? As you put that out. Um, and then also like lending that service. Have you thought about lending that service to other podcasters who need it?
1: No. Um I do know how to edit audio and uh, video, but uh, I actually hired someone <laughs> to do it because um if if you watch my video podcast, sometimes you'll see me look over, you know, at the at the camera, and I'll say, "Hey, my cameraman," you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually have he's got his board out, you know, mm-hmm. he's got the, he sets up the mics and does the all that stuff. So he does um, all of my editing now. He's been doing mm-hmm. my editing for quite a while. Maybe I think I did some of my editing for the first two or three months, something like that. Mm-hmm. But after that. Uh, I, I let yeah. him do. It. Like
0: I, I just want it. to be talented. So, <laughs> just want so to show.
1: Like, up. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so this is going on over a year and a half of me very mm-hmm. rarely editing anything. Um, yeah. normally if I edit something, it's because it's it's last minute. He didn't have time to do it. I want to edit it real quick and put it out because mm-hmm. of some event coming up or something. Because mm-hmm. pretty much otherwise, I let him do it. Because it's it's that's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. That's a lot. of It's it's. You know, I'm going into voiceover, so I'm going to actually set up my studio, and have my own equipment, you know, later on this year. So that's one of my goals. And and I will do it then. Um, but right now, no, I'm
0: not. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I definitely understand. No, I, I, I love the fact that you outsource.
2: because
0: mm-hmm. uh, I think sometimes uh, we get so caught up in our own little world of wanting to do everything. But doing everything slows us down as far as like mm-hmm. putting our content and all that um and it can seem like we're not making you no know, strides or hitting markers um uh, because in order you know to compete and grab people's attention we got to be consistent in order to have consistency we got to have a progress of workflow um so let's uh, let's switch over to how did you become a best-selling Amazon author like what was that process
1: so uh first thing was um deciding Mm-hmm. that you want to be a bestseller. I, it is you really have to have a mindset. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So I I saw one of my fellow poets who mm-hmm. had released a poetry book and she hit the bestsellers list and I was like, okay, I'm going to reach out to her editor mm-hmm. because I know there's a process. there's a way to do everything
2: mm-hmm.
1: to get results. So of course, I could have, you know, anyone can go to Amazon KDP or Ingram and upload their stuff for free. So, but I wanted to actually have people read my book (laughs) and not just have it out there. So um, I reached out to her editor, who's now my editor. And um, I said, okay, I have this book. I've Mm -hmm. actually written it. I did a beta version of the book because I wanted to make sure that it would sell. Mm -hmm. So I actually sold 200 copies of the beta version before I actually reached out to the editor.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: for indie authors, Mm -hmm. 200 is what... The majority indie authors sell in the lifetime.
2: Uh-huh. If an indie it.
1: author sells five thousand books, that's like massive, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I was like, okay, I've already sold two hundred. So I've already hit the lifetime achievement for most indie authors.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I now I want to repurpose this. I want to. I want. I'm gonna get a professional cover because I did the cover in Canva. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I want you to look at it. And mm-hmm. I want you to, what did you do to get her on the bestsellers list? I want you to do that for me. And mm-hmm. she was like, I can tell you what to do. She's like, I'm going to give you a list. It's going to mm-hmm. take you at least 30 days to do it. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work, but mm-hmm. if you do it, she was like the last seven people I gave this list to, they all hit the bestsellers list. And I was like, okay, it didn't take me 30 days. It took me like 90 days to do that list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a lot of work. It was a lot, yeah. a lot of work. But, but um the book, the first book that I did uh was a guided journal. And mm. this is actually the book, Zenergize Your Life. Okay. And uh this book debuted at number nine in New Thought, Mind, Body, and Spirit. Um, and it stayed on the Amazon bestsellers list um in that category for about 45 days. Now, two things I could just tell you right off the bat is you want to niche down. We know that as a podcaster. Mm -hmm. So I could put this in, let's say I could have put this in self-development. That's a huge niche. Okay. I could put it in self-help. That's huge. Mm -hmm. That means I'm going to be competing against every other person in self-help or self-development. I didn't put it there. I put it in what was called new thought, which is mm-hmm. the same category. The secret is new thought is the idea okay. that your affirmations uh-huh. your mindset can change your reality. That's mm-hmm. a much smaller category. So I'm not going to be competing with 50 million books. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you want to do is try to find the smallest niche that Amazon will let you put it in. Cause it only, Amazon only has so many niches. Mm-hmm. So when you go into their KDP platform you mm-hmm. want to look and you want to go, you would to just look and see what's the smallest mm-hmm. niche that fits my book, and you want to put it there. And you get to pick up uh, two to three categories. you want to pick two to three of the smallest ones you can yeah. do that fit your book. Yeah. So that's one thing to help you be a best selling author. And then you want to do a book launch.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we did a book launch, we did a 30-day book launch. We actually started like um we started way before that. Cause like I said, she gave me, it took me 90 days to do her list. So we started at least 90 days out, but yeah. you want to do a book launch and you want to be posting about your book every other day, even though it's not even available.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You want to, I created bookmarks for my book mm-hmm. and I went and I handed out bookmarks to everybody I had my QR code on the back mm-hmm. where it's like, coming soon here's here's the cover of the book here's like mm-hmm. a little blurb about the book you know it's got my QR code where they they'll be able to order it as soon as it's available you know and it didn't have any dates on there cuz we weren't sure what you know we had a projected yeah. date but it yeah. just comes soon coming soon and and you want to be posting like every other day for those 30 days you want to mm-hmm. create flyers you want to create you know she helped me with a lot of that of course I was paying her to do that but mm-hmm. um to create interesting flyers, to create mm-hmm. um, to, to tap into people's, you know, their desires.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: gotta solve a problem. You gotta tap into people's desires. You know, my niche for this was people want clarity, people want peace, people want to de-stress. One way to do that, that is an easy way to do that, is to journal. Mm-hmm. This is not a huge journal. This is 29 pages. Yeah. Most of the guided journals out there, they are very repetitive mm-hmm. and they don't include anything but journaling. This one actually has a place to put movies and books and role models and affirmations. And mm-hmm. it's got all kind of scrapbooking. So it's, it's very, if you like movies, it's mm-hmm. got a place where you can write about the movies and help you with your goals. It's, it's got, you know, it's got a lot of different things in there that I've never seen in a guided journal. Cause we don't just learn through journaling. You know what I mean? We learned through a lot of things. So so you want to also, what differentiates you as mm-hmm. an author, as a book? What differentiates you? So those are things. So like I said, do a book launch, create an email list, tell mm-hmm. everybody you know, get them all to buy on the same day. You've got mm-hmm. to have them buy on the same day. Because generally, depending on the niche, you have to sell about 200 books in 24 hours to hit the bestsellers list. Mm-hmm. So you got to tell everybody you know.
0: <laughs> That's a lot of nuggets right there that uh, you you sit there and spoke about because've, I've, I think I interviewed at least about nine or ten self-publishing authors last year. Mm-hmm. And that information right there alone would help them, especially like you said, creating a, a system where, you know, everybody's purchasing on the same day and you start popping up on my list because your sales would hit that report within that time period. And then that gets you notoriety, I would imagine. And it gets you more popularity.
1: Well, what the reason why you want to hit the best sellers list is Amazon has a ticker. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you hit the best sellers list, you start to go across that ticker. That Mm -hmm. means that people who aren't even looking for you, Mm-hmm. will go and look at your book mm-hmm. and, and sometimes click buy, especially if for me, I did a Kindle unlimited also, even though this is a guided journal, there are people who can look at it on their Kindle and decide to write, you know, in mm-hmm. a separate journal. So mm-hmm. if you do Kindle unlimited free, there's a lot of people that will buy you. You still get, I get paid, even though it's free, you know, mm-hmm. for the person, right. Because because it's there. A, subscription, it's right? a subscription, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of people that will go, oh, hey, I haven't gotten a Kindle book. You know, this is something. Hey, let me, I haven't done a guided journal. It's free. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's a whole nother way to do it. Um, is is you could have people, hey, if you got Kindle Unlimited, just get my book. You know what I'm saying? Get my book. Um, and then it's not costing them anything except their credit for that month, mm-hmm. you know. And and so you're gonna get again that that money but you're also going to end up ticking across amazon Mm -hmm. and and so but you got it that first day i mean whatever day you you say is the day you know Mm -hmm. you gotta get everybody by on that day
2: yeah
1: and then and then there's also a benefit while you're a new release for about 60 days it depends 30 to 60 days Mm -hmm. because i've I've put out four books now and and it seems like it's different but (laughs) you're going to be in the new release yeah Again, you're only competing with the people that are new releases at that time. Because once you come out a new release, you compete with everybody. So your rank is going to just fall. Yeah,
0: it's going to
1: fall. It's going to fall. So again, if you can keep, you want to, once you get it going, it's like a podcast, like anything else, you got to keep pushing it. So during the book launch, I was posting like every other day after that, I was probably posting once a week. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's a review. Take pictures of your author. Every time you sell a book in person, take a picture of that person, Mm -hmm. post it. Thank Mm -hmm. you so-and-so for buying my book. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, it creates this uh, momentum. Yeah. So uh, as a creator then, right? Mm -hmm. How do you balance between what you want to do then? Because you have still do the spoken word, I imagine, and you're still advocating. um, Mm -hmm. But then you're also, like you said, you sold uh, four books now. Mm -hmm. And then you're still doing your podcast.
1: That is a question I'm always, uh, it it, it, it seems to, it seems to be like a a seesaw. Uh, You know, there are times when um, people are booking me a lot for spoken word, so that's my focus. And then mm -hmm. there are times when people are coming um, and filling out my little jot form to get on the the Mm -hmm. podcast, so that's my focus. And -hmm. then there's times when, I, I want to do a book signing you know because mm-hmm. because I, I haven't done a whole lot with the book recently so that's my focus and, mm-hmm. and so it just seems to um teeter totter but also what I do when I do reels a lot of times I combine things mm-hmm. I put the flyer for the next podcast with the book cover you mm-hmm. know and the next picture is is the is my spoken word flyer that's coming up that event so mm-hmm. there's a lot of times when people see, me or they see reels or they see stories and they're like, when do you sleep?
0: Because I get that question a lot all the time. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna see like uh some of the stuff I've done. Um, like because I do skits. and Actually, I was gonna ask you this too. Have your has your uh your IP been used for anything? So like your book, has anybody used it for skits or anything like that? Or
1: not that I've ever seen. Um, I've never seen anybody do, I mean, that would be great. I would love. Because um, this book would be the best one for skits. This Which book is, is called Plenty of Guppies and Other Dating Misadventures, Lust, okay. Loss, and Lessons of Love from 101 Dates
2: mm-hmm.
1: of Memoir and Poetry and Prose. So this is a memoir. Everything in here is true. And okay. seven years actually went on 147 dates. So all of the guides, mm-hmm. 101 are in the book. There's a little
0: icon. They might have to order your books now because like, okay, so just to so let you know, like I can do this one too though. Um, I have this character called 31 Savage, right? Ah. And uh the character is because I have other businesses. So one of my other businesses is a hemp-based company called the Cook Shop, where I sell hemp-based products that are natural uh for you know different remedies, whether it be pain, inflammation, whatever the case might be. And, you know, because Facebook and Instagram keeps trying to correlate him with me, they block me from running ads because I would just run ads and I know I will make my money that way as well. Because uh, You know, X amount of people would see it and buy it or whatever and therefore reversion. Um, so I created a character called 31 Savage. and He's like a seventh place Frisbee champion. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he's very like uh, arrogant about being seventh place. He doesn't want to be number one um seven places where it's at and you know like one of the taglines is like you know anyone could be number one but it takes a real champion to be number seven uh so he does all these different things that he's done he's endorsed by like and sponsored by the cook shop and make that radio show um but the character has grown the character arch has grown to where now he interacts with a lot of other businesses and there's like 60 something videos that i have on youtube of just, you know, the life and adventure of 31 Savage. Mm-hmm. And I know that I can uh use that book and turn it into skits. Uh, because I've done it with other artists and stuff, uh, authors where um I had a young lady who actually is one of the writers who helps write some of the skits. Uh, she wrote a book and 31 Savage is reading a book to kids. And then as he's reading the book, he stops, starts talking about himself. the kids about being a seventh place champion they're like what oh we supposed to be reading this book i learned about this book (laughs) so it goes into that whole uh dynamic um but the zen i definitely i know i could do this so yeah i'm I'm gonna have to order your books
1: (laughs) well probably the best two would be i do have a children's book
0: Uh
1: called you you." are wanted to love because you're you and Mm -hmm. then um the the other one I showed you now. The first seven chapters of my memoir are actually on my podcast. So you actually could listen to that. I can actually send you that flyer so you'll okay. see the episodes. So you mm-hmm. can actually listen to the first seven chapters. I'm still working on the the mm-hmm. the, the audio is recorded, it's mm-hmm. not edited.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is you know, so, it's another job, you know. So you oh, yeah,
1: it's it's a job. And and like yeah. I said, even though I have somebody Working with me—that's still a lot. That's 19 chapters of, mm-hmm. of audio. That's 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 still gonna take a while.
0: So yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do that because I like to support and stuff too. So I'm gonna definitely go there and uh, get your books. um So is—is is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about, or did I miss anything?
1: Um, well, you know, I I definitely am an advocate for for wellness and self care mm-hmm. and um, self worth. You know, self love. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I definitely would encourage your your audience, not this is January, everybody's in a new year, new me kind Mm -hmm. of mode. But but even after January to to really love on yourself, to really take care of yourself to believe in yourself and, and to find rituals and routines that help you to live your best life. Because, you know, especially as people of color, we have so much bombarding us, so much negativity. You know, I feel like if you don't have a daily practice of putting something positive in, you're going to get dragged down into, into negativity, you know, so just finding things that work for you, you know, and that's. One reason why I have the guided journal, I actually just released a planner. This mm-hmm. is my fourth book that actually has like self-care in it. It's not just about agendas and calendars. No, it's about how are you doing today? How are you doing? Let's check in on you. Mm-hmm. You know. And-
0: yeah, but, uh, th- those are questions that um I'm a owner in a private counseling business. No, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a I do not have those qualifications. But because I've been around them so long, um, that's like, you know, one of the questions that they actually ask, like, you know, really dive into, like, you know, how are you feeling today? How are you doing? Mm
2: -hmm. You know,
0: what's your, you know, where you are mentally? Because if you can control the mental, you can control the physical. Um, And, you know, they they relate to one another. And I I love the fact that, you know, self care is being pushed a lot, mental health is being pushed a lot. Uh, Because, you know, back in the day, it wasn't, it's like taboo topics and stuff like that so I'm glad that it's gotten a recognition that it's gotten but I don't want it to stop and I want people to realize you know you can have the quality of life that you want to have um, and not get caught up with like all the rigor and, and uh, you know just the daily uh, grind that people like should I always be doing this doing that doing that doing that no take a breath approach it like you know quality over quantity, that's what I tell folks outside. Quality over quantity because it lasts. Um, so yeah, um, but uh, let everybody know how can they get in contact with you if they want to, like you know, be a, a guest. And oh, one, one other thing I wanted to do point out, I love on your chat form that people can submit an audio uh, sample. I thought that was pretty uh, cool. I have not ran across that yet. So that, that's uh, I don't know if that was like your innovative idea or you got it from somewhere else, but it's definitely uh, I think that's cool. Because a lot of people don't understand podcasts and it being a new media and everything, and just having to like bring their personality <laughs> to the podcast. There's it's been some dry interviews I've done in the past. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, come on, where's your personality? Um, yeah. But let people know how can they listen? How can they support by the books? If they're in the um, where are you in Texas?
1: I am right outside of Houston in a place called Springs. So I'm like 10 minutes outside of North Houston.
0: Okay. So if they're in the Houston metro area and Springs area, if they want to come out and like, you know, listen to a uh, spoken word and all that stuff, or if they want to book you, you know, and have you appear in nationally.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, um, I do have a link tree um, and I'll, I'll send you that. That um, So it's basically HTTPS colon backslash backslash link e slash mm-hmm. zenache z-e-n-a-s-e um if you go to my facebook page instagram is that link tree is there so you can find me if you google zenache z-e-n-a-s-e that's two words mm-hmm. i will pop up like my face and all this different stuff if you want my books you can just put in zenache books So Z-E-N-A-S-E, books, or put an apostrophe S on it if you want. All my books are on Amazon. A couple are on um, barnesandnoble.com. So you can find the books there. Um, I do have, I am performing um, on the 3rd, on the 4th. So I'll have those flyers out on my page. Uh, And then I have several other performances coming up. I'm actually vending on the 21st. If you're in the Houston area at the Shrine of the Black Madonna. Um, they have a vending there from 11 to five. So I will have my books. I'll have, I have oils. I sell, you know, Afrocentric earrings. Mm-hmm. I sell affirmation necklaces. I'm not wearing one right now. Uh, affirmation cards, manifestation boxes. Uh, I sell a lot of different things. You know, yeah. So. <laughs> I, forget it. Yeah. So I will be vending on the 21st. Um, so this Saturday, So, but if people find me, if you just Google Zenashay, you can pretty much find me. The podcast is called Zenergy, Mm -hmm. Z-E-N-N-U-R-G-Y. And that's a word I made up, which means the urge for more peace and fulfillment in life. Mm -hmm. I believe everybody's looking for peace and fulfillment. And I believe that small changes can lead to big results. So Zenergy is all about working A to Z, Mm -hmm. concepts, that if you apply this concept in a systematic way, then you can make small changes that lead to big results. You know, so things like having an abundance mentality, being in alignment, having boundaries, you know, taking control of the things that you can take control of. So those are like, we're going through the ABCs, you see. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. can listen to it. We talk about our personal journey, our struggles. We talk about books that have helped us. Um, so it's it's very practical i'm not telling you about some theory somebody has i'm telling you what happened what worked mm-hmm. you know so because that's what people need they need stuff that actually works mm-hmm. and that other people have done because it's, it's nice to say well it should work this way but no it doesn't really work that way
0: you know so I, I definitely love it well thank you ma'am i appreciate it and i'll have all that information as well listed on the edited side Uh, So everybody out there, y'all make sure y'all check it out and uh, go to that link tree um, address and everything pops up. I'm like, it's all there. I've been to it. Um, So thank you for your time, your energy, and, you know, your expertise. Um, I'm definitely going to keep tabs on you and see how you're progressing along.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it
0: you're welcome and everybody out there if you have not y'all make sure y'all go ahead and y'all can download that make that radio show app and i appreciate everybody uh following the page